solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to today's episode, a Tuesday edition of Locked On Texans, your daily Texans talk and news update. I'm John, some sports guy, Hickman. Before we get started, want to tell you guys about Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson, host of Locked On's Peacock and Williamson. Every Monday through Friday, Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with Peacock and Williamson Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast and on the Odyssey app. Like I said, man, Tuesday edition of Locked On Texans. Happy to be back with you guys to discuss a lot of what's going on with Houston. Can't do this show by myself. Don't want to do this show by myself. Incoming, the one and only Cody Davis. What's going on? Nothing much, man, but what's going on is what we have on the menu for today's installment of Locked On Texans. We're going to get this show kicked off talking about the latest news surrounding the Houston Texans quarterback situation with the release of quarterback Ryan Finley. And then we're going to talk about which Texan player or players has the most approved this coming season, followed by some quick news and notes about day one of voluntary OTAs, and of course, that news was dominated by these so-called i guess we can call this news but at the end of the day it wasn't really news because we already knew the man wasn't going to show up deshaun watson still stating that he would not show up for otas this offseason and still wants out of houston so that is what we have on the agenda today so as promised we're going to get this tuesday installment of locked on texans kicked off with the latest news surrounding the houston texans quarterback situation and i'm pretty sure you guys know by now that ryan finley has been released by the houston texans that news broke yesterday afternoon now let me be the first one to say john and listeners that i'm not gonna lie I was somewhat surprised by this news because I did believe that Ryan Finley had an opportunity to compete for a backup role for the Houston Texans for this upcoming season. However, after the signing of Jeff Driscoll, that became somewhat of an unrealistic reality. And it's crazy that they actually released him a little bit over two months after they traded for him from the Cincinnati Bengals. Of course, every time there is a roster change, the number one question surrounding the organization is, what does this mean for the Houston Texans moving forward? And ladies and gentlemen, John, if I could keep it real with you guys, this means not a damn thing. And look, there is that is no disrespect to Ryan Finley. Whether or not Finley was going to be a part of this organization, he was not going to change the trajectory of this team. However, with that being said, Ryan Finley's release does in fact change my thoughts on what to expect from Davis Mills this coming season. Because if we go back to a week ago when the Texans signed Jeff Driscoll, at the time, I thought the Texans would go into the 2021 season with Tyrod Taylor, Jeff Driscoll, and Ryan Finley and have Davis Mills just take the 2021 season as a red shirt year to learn the game of football on the NFL level, 
learn the Houston Texans system on what they want Davis Mills to be. And of course, most importantly, giving him that extra year to learn and develop under Pep Hamilton, who is, of course, the Texans' new quarterback coach. However, with Ryan Finley no longer a part of this equation, there is a possibility now, to me, a more realistic possibility that we are going to see Davis Mills maybe more than expected next season. And when you take a look at what does this mean between the Ryan Finley versus Jeff Driscoll situation, me personally, I kind of believe that Jeff Driscoll is more of a quality backup quarterback for the Texans than Ryan Finley was. Yes, you can make the argument that they have somewhat of a similar play style, but Jeff is a little bit more of an experienced quarterback than Finley. Jeff has played in a total of 15 career games with nine starts and have recorded a total of 2,120 passing yards to go along with 13 touchdowns in comparison to Ryan Finley, who has only appeared in eight career games with only four starts and only threw for a total of 638 yards with only three touchdowns. So once again, the only significant meaning to the release of Ryan Finley is the fact that there is a possibility that we're going to see Davis Mills a little bit more than expected next year. And now the Texans quarterback room heading into the 2021 season will be Tyrod Taylor, Davis Mills, and Jeff Driscoll. Are we going to throw... Uh, Ryan feeling like a parade or like a, a, a farewell tour or something. Get out of here, man. Who cares? Honestly, Ryan Finley was a placeholder. So to your point, Jeff Driscoll does have a better resume. And when you when you're when you're a team where Houston is right now, which is full of question marks, uh, and those question marks are being answered by we want to get competition. Well, when you're bringing in competition, you want to make sure that you have something to go off of. And Jeff Driscoll beats out Ryan Finley 10 times out of 10. Neither one of these guys do you really want taking snaps week one. Okay, that's a fact. You don't want Jeff Driscoll to be throwing the ball to Nico Collins or, or, or Brandon Cooks. You definitely don't want Ryan Finley doing it. But who has the better resume? It's Driscoll. And that's fine. Like, first of all, Technically, Deshaun is still under contract with this team. When they made the move to bring in uh, Jeff Driscoll last week, that gave Houston five quarterbacks under contract. There's no need for that. Not for this team. Because the conversation that we were having, uh, more so off camera, off, off record than we did on record, and we had this conversation with Brandon Scott of 16 Sports Radio, Who's going to get what type of reps? Somebody has to get first-team reps. Somebody has to get second-team reps. In the league, there really isn't third-team reps, so who's going to split what? Who's going to get time to uh, split reps with Tyrod Taylor towards the end of practice with first-team just in case and you know want him to be ready, want that player to be ready? It's fine, man. Ryan Finley was a blimp on the radar for this team, for this franchise, and for this city, nobody is going to miss him. Uh, good luck to his next endeavor in the league. Hopefully he finds another job. Hopefully he finds another job soon. If not, maybe he can get into coaching. That seems to be a very uh, a transition for a lot of players who time in the league phases out. That's okay. You, you, he's going to fall on his feet somehow, some way. But it's not going to be in Houston. And my response to that is, who the hell cares? And I wanted to say technically, 
when I mentioned Deshaun Watson because uh, he didn't get a call from Shannon Sharp on national TV, which, by the way, there's no way you don't believe that Julio Jones knew didn't know Shannon Sharp wasn't gonna call him, man. Maybe, maybe he didn't. No, maybe he listen. didn't. I, I get it. Us, the the general public, we no. know what time undisputed comes Shannon on. Sharp is calling me during his <laughs> recording hours. We, but I, we don't know that. that. Maybe Shannon, he didn't why know. Shannon Sharp be calling me right now. But the odds of Julio getting out of Atlanta to other teams, uh, they're smart. They're sinking the first round pick. Just like the odds of Deshaun Watson not playing in Houston. Both of those odds can make you some money. And I mean a lot of money with betonline.ag. Take you some money, place a bet on some of these prop bets, cover some of these lines. The NBA playoffs are right here. You definitely want to get in on this. You can make some extra money for the summer. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on your sporting needs including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the games. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Because Bet Online is your online sportsbook experts. When you go, definitely use promo code Locked On. Again, that is promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, locked on. And I want to transition over to just me working out, man. I'm, I've been working out, trying to do some jump rope, push-ups, running a mile, uh, getting back active, which has led me to eating healthier. And I'm doing that with Bill Bar because I like to snack still. Of course, I love to snack. And Bill Bar helps me with their nine delicious flavors, including mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, Double chocolate. There's something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box with two of each of the nine flavors. The best part about it is not only are they the best tasting, but they're also healthy too, which is why I, I snack on these. You have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. Go to billboard.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at billboard.com. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, with this Tuesday installment of Locked On Texans. And listeners out there, John and I wanted to discuss which Texan player or players has the most approved next season. And we wanted to bring this up because with the roster overhaul that took place this offseason the texans have as of right now a total of 90 contracts on their roster and 49 out of those 90 contracts are one-year deals which means we're going to see a number of guys go out there and try to make next season the best of their career majority of these guys who will be taking the field for the Houston Texans next year, they're going to be playing for either one or two things. A, try to prove their worth as an NFL player in a way where they can cash in on the expected salary cap rise that's going to take place next offseason. And B, most importantly, a number of these guys are going to use the 2021 season as an audition for their next team. 
And John, there are a number of guys on this roster we could choose from, i.e. Kiki QT. This is a guy who was drafted in 2018, but in a span of four seasons has only played 20 games. The most he has ever played was the seven games to end the 2020 season. And he showed that he had potential. He showed that nine times out of 10, it was Bill O'Brien's fault that he did not see the field as much because the man finished off the season in those seven games with a little under 400 yards and three touchdowns. So this upcoming season is going to be very important for him because not only is he going to be playing for his next contract because he is also in the final year of his rookie deal. I don't see Nick Osirio giving him a contract extension between now and next offseason. And not only that, not only is he going to be auditioning for the Houston Texans, but he's going to have to audition and make up for the three, four years that Bill O'Brien kept him in the doghouse. Next year is going to be a very critical year for QT. And by the way, I'm actually going to be rooting for QT because I do believe this man does have talent and he shows if he goes to an organization, if he has a coach who actually builds his confidence and not tear down his confidence, i.e. like what Bill O'Brien did, he has an opportunity to be a very quality receiver in this league. However, Kiki QT is not my guy that I'm looking at. The one guy that I'm looking at who has the most to prove is running back Phillip Lindsay, who falls in that category of the Houston Texans who are on a one-year deal heading into the 2021 season. And when you talk about Phillip Lindsay and what he has to prove, this is a guy who was at one time establishing himself as one of the premier running backs in this league. In two of his first three seasons, starting off his career with the Denver Broncos, Lindsey rushed for over a thousand yards twice. He was a pro bowler in 2018 and in 2019, he even cracked the NFL's list for their top 100 players coming in at number 68. He was damn near towards the top half of their top 100 list. However, due to injuries and sharing the backfield with Melvin Gordon, the 2020 season was a down year for him. The man went from rushing for a total of 2,048 yards and 16 touchdowns in his first two seasons to rushing for only 502 yards with one touchdown last season. So heading into this season, I'm pretty sure we're going to see Philip Lindsay try to reestablish himself as one of the premier running backs in the league, which once again, the projection that he was trending towards prior to the 2020 season. And him signing with the Houston Texans might have been the best case for him to reestablish himself as that type of running back. Because I am expecting for Phillip Lindsay to get most of the touches next season. As a matter of fact, I am expecting Phillip Lindsay to be the Texans starting running back come week one of the regular season. And barring any kind of significant injuries, I do believe that Lindsay has what it takes to be the Texans starting running back throughout the entire 2021 season. And when you take a look at the two running backs that he's going to be in competition with, even in a down year, you can honestly make the argument that Lindsey was the most productive running back out of the three. Let's look at David Johnson. We know what to expect from this guy. He had another bad season last year. 
Yes, he has proven that he can be a little bit more productive when he is running behind a better offensive line, but even a much improved offensive line for the Houston Texans in 2021 is not enough to improve all of David Johnson's transgressions as a running back. And to be honest with you, John and listeners, I would not be surprised if we see David Johnson used as an additional receiver in the passing game, similar to what we have seen from Duke Johnson during his two-year stint as as a member of the Texans. And as for Mark Ingram, I think we can all agree that Ingram's best days are behind him. And given his age, I would not be surprised if we look up throughout the 2021 season and Mark Ingram will be used as just a third down back. So this is the perfect opportunity for Philip Lindsay to not only bounce back from what was a down year during the 2020 season, but if Lindsay can improve the Texan subpar running game, nine times out of 10, Philip Lindsay will have a future on this team. I can see Nick Casario re-signing Lindsay as being one of the foundational piece to a Houston Texans rebuild. Because unlike Mark Ingram, who is over 30, and unlike David Johnson, who is knocking on the door of 30, Philip Lindsay is only 26 years old. This may be one of the very rare shows where we are doing a lot of agreeing because Philip Lindsay is definitely uh, one of the players that I pick for this new revived overhaul uh, roster. The players that came in, Philip Lindsay is definitely uh, one of those players. He, he has the ability to be especially i can't wait to see if houston is going to run more of a zone run scheme to make it easier for him to make one cut you know kind of get back to some of that aaron foster s type of offense where it's easier for the running back to make a cut and move up they they renew their entire offensive line which makes a lot of sense uh but for me, Philip Lindsay is one of those players because he is still very young. Houston got him on a one-year deal. And I think that deal for Philip Lindsay does wonders for both sides. Lindsay still has to prove, uh, which I hate to say this, but he still has to prove that he has value to a franchise. Didn't do that in Denver. And I think Denver letting him go was a mistake. However, that's their mistake. One man's trash is another man's treasure. And I think Houston found a player that will be valuable, will be a treasure for this team. And with me saying that, I, man, I'm looking at Titus Howard. I'm looking at Titus Howard, who built off of his rookie year, uh, had a very good year last season. Now with the players around you on that offensive line, now with James Campen replacing uh, uh, Mike Devlin, so you have a better coach, a better teacher, at offensive line. I am looking for Titus Howard to take his game from point C to B to point A. You're going to have Justin Britt, Marcus Cannon, uh, Lane Taylor was brought in as well. They are doing a phenomenal job of revamping this O-line. Got Zach uh, Fulton out of there, uh, moved on from Nick Martin. You guys know how much I was ready to move on from Mike Devlin. A lot of those pieces just were no longer needed. You're getting around you, and that help should allow you to get better visibly in the run game and in the passing game. So I'm going to combine the running back and the lineman there. But on the flip side, do you really know who I think has the most approved right now? Who? The guy that changed his number. 
to number one. Every franchise has a player that's either drafted or whatever that fans just genuinely want to see good. Right. And I think Lonnie Johnson is that player. I think because he has the tools, he's an elite athlete. Like, don't get me wrong. He is an elite athlete. 6'1, 6'2, long arms. He's running 4'4, sub 4'4. And now with him having a full offseason at safety, I want to see some turnovers. I want to see some PBUs. I want to see him grow into a playmaker for this defense. You know, he he's now, and I'm speaking about Titus Howard. He's going to have other players around him that, that can help. Bradley Roby comes back after one season. We are expecting Justin Reed to, you know, get healthy, stay healthy. And when he's healthy, he actually plays very well. Uh, they also brought in some players in the free agency. And that's what I like. So him having to go back and forth from corner to safety while still trying to learn both positions, while still trying to learn the NFL, that should be a thing of the past. He should be constantly getting taught each and every time he's in that war room how to become a better safety in the NFL, how to read, how to make plays, how to, you know, how to, how to drop back, when to drop back, when to come up. Uh, all of those things, because we believe he can do it. And he's one of those players in the league that when you have these physical tools like he does, what's stopping you? And I will say this, what's been unfair to Lonnie Johnson has been the lack of consistency from the coaching staff, from this franchise. So that will be an area of, that, that would no longer be an area of concern because we believe that he has the right teachers. I, I, I think he does. He should be taught more so how to be a safety than just an interchangeable piece upon, among the defense. And I'm looking forward to him to cause some turnovers this year. I'm looking for a big leap in play because he's just a fan favorite. And maybe that number change will help. With every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Come on, guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50 or even 100 percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG 1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey cost three hundred fifty three. 99 at advance, a big chain store, but it only costs 216.79 at rockauto.com. Chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and it does not require a membership or account login. 
Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Do You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, the Milwaukee Bucks left nothing to question on Monday night. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Last week, Deshaun Watson posted his first video since this entire, uh, I don't even know what to call it anymore, his entire debacle of an offseason of being accused of being a sexual predator kicked off working out, right? He posted that video of him working out. He looked good, by the way. OTA started this week, and he is still not interested in joining the team. Big shocker. No, it's not. That was so much sarcasm. Uh, are you shocked? Am I shocked? Hell no, I'm not shocked. Nobody should be shocked. At this point, Deshaun Watson has made his bed, and he has to lay in it. Uh, and, I, and I think him showing up would be more – of a, I think it would be more detrimental to the team than it, it would be helping the team because this team has clearly moved on. But they're moved on. They're, they're, they, they, haven't, they haven't subscribed to the idea of Deshaun Watson being their quarterback for a while now. Uh, and I think players, after a while, players get to a point where I, I don't really care because I, I'm not going to let you affect my money. So it's not a shocker at all. This thing with Deshaun and Deshaun, uh, this thing with Deshaun Watson and the Texans will drag out until they won't drag out no more. And uh, that's it, man. Like him, him stating that he's not going to OTAs and Ryan Finley getting released. Those were the two things on, on the menu that I was kind of like, and who gives a damn? We don't care. We, but here we are talking about it. So uh, I'm excited for the future, man. Philip Lindsay, Titus Howard, those are my two players on the offensive side, Lonnie Johnson Jr. Uh, you know, on the defensive side, uh, we do believe that Houston has some players. And, and all, all jokes aside, we do believe Houston has some players on this team that can actually be better this upcoming season, make this team better than what they were this upcoming season which sucks because even if the team is better, I still don't think this team win more than four to five games. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Thank you for checking out Locked On Texans. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy. Why? Because I'm just a regular guy, man. And as always, I'm your host, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston and USA Today, Texans Wire, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.